Hast thou seen this? Then he brought me and caused me to return to the brink of the river. Now when I had returned, behold, at the bank of the river were very many trees, one on one side and on the other, on the one side and on the other. Then said he unto me, These waters issued out toward the east country, and go down to the desert, go down to the sea, which being brought forth into the sea, the waters shall be healed. It shall come to pass that everything that liveth which moveth whithersoever the river shall come shall live. And there shall be a great, great multitude of fish. How about that? Amen. Because these waters come thither. For they shall be healed. Everything shall live whither the river cometh. It shall come to pass that the fishers shall stand upon it from Engedi. I used to call it Engedi. I still like my pronouncement better. All my Jewish guides called it Engedi. Amen. Seemed like Engedi. Sound more poetic. Amen. <laughs> Even unto Eniglaim. And they shall be a place to spread forth nets. Their fish shall be according to their kinds as the fish of the great sea exceeding many. Yeah. Amen. Skip down to the 12th verse. And by the river upon the bank thereof on this side and on that side shall grow all trees for meat whose leaves shall not fade, neither shall the fruit thou be consumed. It shall bring forth new fruit according to his months, because their waters are issued out of the sanctuary, and the fruit thereof shall be for meat, and the leaf thereof for medicine. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Everybody say hallelujah. I like to preach on return to the river. Praise God. Return to the river. Ah, glory to God. Ezekiel had waded into that river. When they measured a little while, they got waters to the ankles. Then they got up to the knees. And then they got waters that you could swim in. And then they got so deep that you couldn't pass over. Amen. And from out of the middle of the river, God called Ezekiel back to the brink of the river. We've got a new generation, however, today. Unlike Ezekiel, the prophets of today have walked away from the river the opposite direction. Unlike the crowd of Ezekiel's day, or I mean Ezekiel in Ezekiel's day, amen, the people that Ezekiel had preached to had also walked away from the river. Multiplied thousands have found substitutes, if you will, for the healing waters of the river of God. Amen. Glory to God. Ezekiel waited till the water was so deep that couldn't be passed over. But a new generation has walked away from the river and they're over the hill in a bleak desert. 
without a drop to drink. Amen. In the fertile valley of the river Nile, amen, due to the flooding of the river Nile every year, and then the irrigation of the valley that's close to the river, amen, it's green and lush like the Garden of Eden. Amen. But just a few hundred yards, amen, and you're in the Sahara Desert. I mean, you can just go over a hill and the river's out of sight and you're in a sand, wind-blown desert. Amen. You got to go back over the hill. You got to retrace your steps and go down the hill to get in the well-watered, fertile valley of the Nile. The river is the life of Egypt. Amen. Lower Egypt, that is. Praise God. Amen. Men today are walking away from the waters. They've found substitutes for the waters. Amen. One time the river flowed down the aisles of every church and everybody knew how to find it and where to go to get it. Amen. But nowadays the church of the living God, Pentecostal included, have all kinds of substitutes for the river. Amazing. Amen. They found an escape at the ball game. Amen. They've escaped into the entertainment world. Amen. They're going out for fun and games, boy. Amen. I mean, they've got too many things to do. Amen. They're like Esau. They've come in from their sports famished and ready to sell their birthright for a mess of pottage just to have a little taste of how it used to be. Amen. Great God, all we got to do, amen, is retrace our steps. Amen. A generation has walked away from the healing waters. A generation has walked away from the trees that grow on the bank of the river. Amen. Those trees have all manner of fruit. Amen. And the leaves are for medicine. Praise God. What healing waters the river are is. Amen. Amen. They walked away from the fish. There's life in this river, folks. Praise God. If we're going to catch fish, if we're going to catch men, we're going to have to go back to the river. Amen. Uh, fish are men. Jesus said, fear not. From henceforth I shall catch men. Amen. Follow me and I'll make you fishers of men. The only place those new fish that you catch can live, can thrive, can prosper. Amen. Is in the river of the Spirit of God. There is a river, the psalmist said, the streams thereof shall make glad the city of God, the people of God. Amen. A town is nothing without a water. The biggest city in the world is nothing without water. Amen. Los Angeles would be nothing if they couldn't pipe in huge redwood pipes from the mountains where the snows come. Water! So water in Los Angeles. Be no grass, no fruit in the San Joaquin Valley. Most of it, much of it. Amen. They sell water. It's the water that makes Farmersville. 
It's the water, amen, that makes many of those great prosperous cities. It's the water coming from the mountains. It's rivers that they've piped through every town and hamlet, through every village and every great vineyard and every grove. Amen. I went out and watched them pick green peppers in California. Amen. They cut them with snips. They wouldn't allow them to pull them because it tore up the vines. They had to cut every pepper with snips. And they put them on a conveyor. And that big conveyor that straddled those rows of those gigantic wheels. Amen. <laughs> they just put that conveyor, amen, in action and it loaded that truck. Amen. And the peppers was on the way, folks, to Ohio. Amen. Ah, yes. But the peppers wouldn't happen if they couldn't get the water to it. I'll tell you what, we're going to be high and dry if we leave the river. Amen. We'll be hard put to catch fish if we leave the river. We'll be hard put to find that healing medicine that comes from the trees that grow on each side of the river. I fully realize tonight, amen, that he's talking about the millennial river that literally flows from under the threshold of the millennial temple. It flows two directions. It flows toward Tel Aviv and it flows toward Jericho in Gedi. Amen. The Dead Sea. Two directions. Amen. A forked river, if you please, coming right from the house of God. Everywhere that river goes, praise God, there's healing. Everywhere that river goes, there's life. Amen. But those that get away from the river walk away from life. Amen. Bible said if you live in the Spirit, to walk in the Spirit. But if we do those things, if we feed on those things, if we feast on those things which are not spiritual, if we eat things that are filthy and dirty, amen, and ungodly and wicked, if we devour the stuff produced by wicked, ungodly men, and that's the ones that produce most of the stuff you get today in your entertainment world. Amen. And it's not getting any better. If we walk away from the river, we'll be dry spiritually and won't know what happened if we're not very careful. Amen. Spiritual people know what happened. Mike hit the nail right on the head. Amen. Go back to where you last felt the Spirit of God. Be like Mark Barker. Go back to where you last felt it. Amen. Amen. Go back to the river. Mark and Tria have come back to the river. And they brought their children with them. Praise God. There's healing at the river. There's victory at the river. Hallelujah. The rivers that runs down the aisles of the true holiness, dedicated, separated from the world. Church of the living God. Praise God. There's healing there. There's victory there. Praise God. Return to the back. Back to the river. Back to the brink of the river. Back to the shade of the trees of healing and fruit bearing. Amen. Love. Joy. The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace. Amen. Gentleness, meekness, faith.
hope, charity, praise God. Back to the river, there's healing in that stream. I challenge you tonight, praise God, if you feel yourself high and dry, amen, if you feel yourself uh, destitute and anointing and wonder why everybody else is shouting the victory and you don't feel nothing, praise God, come back to the river. God, God speaks through the men of God and amen, you can't hardly squeak out and amen, come back to the river. Amen. You're no longer living on the hallelujah side. Amen. But you're living on Grumble Avenue. Amen. You live at the corner of murmur and grumble. Amen. Oh, yeah. Praise God, you need to come back to the river. Praise God, get back on the hallelujah side. Hallelujah. Get off a crooked street and complaining avenue. Hallelujah. And get back to the river. Amen. You haven't got time to. You haven't got time not to. Amen. I'm telling you, the church today has got the worst case TB you ever saw. Too busy. Amen. Too busy to go back to the river. Too busy trying to dig a well in the desert. I'll tell you what it'll be. It'll be a cistern with a crack in it. Amen. A cistern with a hole in it. Amen. Let's all go back to the river. Praise God. We know what it means to pray through. We know the price. There ain't no use to blame anybody else. No use to blame a Sunday school teacher. No use to blame the preacher. No use to blame a deacon board. Blame yourself. Amen. Robert G. Lee walked into his church in Memphis, Tennessee. Amen. With his resignation in his hand, there wasn't nobody in his church. Amen. He was ready to admit failure and throw in the towel. Amen. He walked downstairs to see where his congregation went and met one of the brethren coming up the stairs. Said, where's everybody at? And he said, we're downstairs. He said, we've decided that we're going to get a hold of God and make a preacher out of you. And they did. Instead of praying their preacher out, they prayed him in. All the way in the river, praise God. It was Robert G. Lee that went across the country and preached a thousand times. Amen. Payday someday with people getting saved. Amen. Wrote all those books that preachers have grabbed up. Amen. And used his terminologies. Amen. That came all the way down from DeWitt Talmadge right on down to Robert G. Lee. Amen. When you read Robert G. Lee, you read an amplified version of D. He went Talmadge, praise God. His oratory was second to none. But it didn't happen by accident. The gift didn't come by accident. It came because the church went to the basement and found the river down there for both they and their preacher. Amen. It'll work for any church. It'll get down to business with God. You see, if the pastor's the only one that prays through in the church, if the pastor's the only one that fasts in the church, he'll have revival, amen, and when he leaves, revival will go with him. 
If the evangelist fasts and prays and seeks God, oh, we need so-and-so. We need so-and-so for revival. Why don't you get so-and-so? I wonder why we don't have so-and-so. Well, what can he do more than show you the river? The most successful preacher in the world, amen, can only show you the river. And chances are you already know where that's at. Praise God. We need to come back to the river. The evangelist brings revival in his briefcase, and an evangelist ought to be a figure in revival. He ought to have something worth saying. He ought to pray. He ought to seek God. He ought to work his altar, praise God, and see souls saved. Glory to God. He ought to see the church edified and built up, praise God, in his own particular gift. No evangelist is the same. Amen. Yes, he has to find the river too. But if he's the only one drinking, he's, amen, hauling in bottled water for the rest of us, we need to find the river. Huh? We need to find the river. Praise God. Amen. Boy, did you ever wonder where that spring was, where they get that bottled water? Amen. Yeah, spring water. I mean, all down south, anywhere you can go in the grocery store, you can find it in gallon bottles. Amen. In all through Romania, we had we had uh, bottled water. Amen. Uh, bottled bottled mineral water. That's mineral water. Amen. In southern English. Mineral water uh, naturally comes out of the hillside, sparkling and fizzing. Amen. Already carbonated naturally. Amen. They bottle it up. We took tang over there. Amen. Two quarts of tang. We broke one quart out among those 15 students with a whole bunch of bottles of mineral water. Amen. Poured that mineral water in that tang, and we had orange soda pop. That whole quart of tang didn't go nowhere that night. Amen. They drunk it up for you. Say scat. Amen. Oh, praise God. Just let me show somebody how to find that water. Let's, let, let me show somebody, amen, how to find that river. Hey, amen. If I can just get to that river myself. Sister Collins and I was married, and it's a habit of mine, amen, every time I come to a spring flowing out of the hillside, amen, I just get down on my all fours and get me a drink. I want to see what it tastes like, because you can't get it any colder naturally than when it comes out of the hillside. So when they took us up to the source, amen, of the Jordan River, way up there further north than I'd ever been before, amen, right there on the edge of Lebanon, amen, and it was coming out of the hillside, I slipped off from the rest, amen, I got down on my hands and knees, and I set the camera over there, amen, and set it to take a picture, amen, and I took a picture of myself, Get me a drink where the Jordan River comes out of the mountain. Hallelujah. Woo! It's up there in that pile someplace. I'll show it to you sometime. Amen. But Sister Collins and I was married, and she was used to getting water out of the tap and drinking it out of the glass. And I took her to Big Springs, Missouri, where seven million gallons an hour flows out of the hillside. 
crystal clear. Amen. I mean, you can see the bottom just like glass. But it's 15 feet. It's deceiving. It's so clear. 15 foot deep. It's still clear. Amen. All those people gathered around. I did just exactly what I was in the habit of doing. Amen. I got down on my hands and knees to get me a drink. And I looked around for my new wife and she was nowhere to be seen. She had run in the opposite direction. Amen. She didn't want nobody to see her close to that idiot that had his nose. Amen. Stuck down in that water getting him a drink. Amen. She was going the opposite direction. Amen. She didn't get drinks like that. Amen. Woo! Amen. You will if you don't have a glass and you're thirsty enough, you just lay right down. Amen. And drink your fill. I have got me a drink almost out of a cow's track, Brother Johnson. Amen. July and the blackberry patch. Amen. Take the leaves out of the mud hole. Amen. Give it a chance to clear up and get yourself a drink if you're thirsty enough. Amen. Well, I want the river, don't you? Amen. Take me to the river. Take me to the river. Take me to the healing waters. Hallelujah. Where the healing waters flow. Where the joy, celestial glow. Oh, there's peace and rest and love. Where the healing waters flow. Oh, the joy of sin forgiven. Oh, the bliss of blood washed low. Oh, the peace akin to heaven. Where the healing waters flow, sing it. Where the healing waters flow, where the joy, celestial glow, all oh, peace and rest and love. Where the healing waters flow. I remember when Oral Roberts was going great for God, he called his magazine Healing Waters. He changed that. Amen. I guess he thought too many people came to the tent wondering where the healing waters was. Amen. Well, everybody, praise God, knows where the healing waters is. That's been around the tent very long. Amen. Dr. Charles S. Price, amen, came to the meeting, to the tent, Amy Simple McPherson in Portland, Oregon. Amen. And this, uh, this formal preacher was going to preach next Sunday. Why, God doesn't heal today. Amen. When he got to where the tent was, the meeting was, much to his chagrin, he couldn't even get close to it for a milling throng of 10,000 of people. Amen. And as he pushed his way through the crowd, he stepped on a big tall fellow's toe, amen, and when he did, he hollered, hallelujah, like it scared him out of his skin. He looked around to that man, he stepped on his foot, and he says, all y'all know to stay around here, hallelujah. He said, yep, and he said, you will too stay around here very long. Amen. He sat down in the congregation, but somebody caught sight of him, recognized him, amen, and they made a public announcement and called 
Amen. Dr. Charles S. Price to the platform. Red-faced, he went to the platform, sat with the preachers. He didn't get enough evidence the first night, so he went back the second night. Amen. And Amy McPherson preached her message to the lost. Sitting there with the preachers, taking notes for his sermon next Sunday. Amen. God got a hold of Charles S. Price. When she gave the altar call for the sinners, Dr. Charles Price was the first one to get up and head for the altar. And a preacher grabbed him and said, that calls for the sinners. He said, that's where I'm going. I'm a sinner. Amen. And Dr. Charles S. Price prayed through that night, uh, praise God, and found the river for himself. Uh, amen. When he found it, he jumped right straight up in there and hollered, Hallelujah. When he did, he was looking at that same guy who stepped on his foot the night before that told him, you hang around here long enough, you'll be saying it too. He said, I told you. You hang around here long enough, you'll be saying it too. Praise God. Amen. Uh, Dr. Charles Price became one of the most powerful preachers and writers uh, of the deliverance revival. Amen. In the late 40s and early 50s. Praise God. Amen. A move of God. Because he found the river. And every one of us can find it too. Amen. Most of us know where it's at. But we've decided to walk away and see what's over the hill. I'll tell you what's over there, desert. I'll tell you what's out there in that sports world, that entertainment world, desert. Amen. I'll tell you what's out there. There's no healing out there. There's no healing for your home. There's no healing for your body. There's no healing for your life. There's no help for your children. Amen. And you won't win nobody to God. You may win folks to your movement. These folks that may follow you away from the river because anybody can get somebody to follow. If nothing else, they're family and friends. Amen. Anybody, any dummy can gather 39 people out here, amen, and tell them that we're leaving on some UFOs and that you got to eat poison pudding in order to make it. Any dummy can do that and get some intelligent people to follow them. Don't take much to get a following today. Amen. You can send an African over here that worships a monkey god and educate him in the university to go back to Africa and become an intellectual idolater. Amen. Educated idolater. Send a Muslim over here and educate him in our universities and he'll go back to Arabia. Amen. And become an educated Muslim. Amen. An educated follower of Muhammad. What do people need tonight? They need to find the river. You probably won't find it in the educational system in the United States. You won't find it in National Geographic. They don't give God any credit. Amen. You're going to have to find it in the altar. You're going to have to find it inside the lids of the Bible. The old-fashioned truth of heaven Amen. What do you say, folks? Let's go back to the river. Amen. And folks will see us drinking, and maybe they'll follow us. Stand with me, Father. 
Touch our lives and anoint us and make us a blessing, Lord. Use us for your glory. Give us power. Power, Lord God, to point people to Calvary. Power to point people to Pentecost. Power to make holiness attractive. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. As they sing, we invite you to an altar of prayer tonight. Amen. Fall on your knees at the brink of the river and drink. Cast your roots down at the brink of the river and bring forth fruit. And stretch out your bowels to heal. Let your life, amen, be a healing influence. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God, praise God, praise God. Come to the light, giving water. Just one sip will cleanse your soul from sin. There's your something about the water that makes everybody long to come again.